I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my review of Blue Bayou, the latest film released on September 17th of this year. Now, it's a film that was in the Cannes Film Festival, and uh, now it is finally out, right? And my review is going to consist of two parts, the non-spoiler stuff and then the spoiler stuff. And just even talking about the non-spoiler stuff, I'm going to keep it pretty pretty vague in that sense because even reading some of the reviews that exist online, I think they give away a little bit too much. And uh, I think it's 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 a much greater service to you as a viewer to know as little about it as possible, right? Watch the trailer and, you know, the trailer gives you enough of the premise uh, in terms of what, what the film's plot is about. But beyond that, I wouldn't read other sort of um, reviews and not because I'm touting my own, but I just think they spoil a little bit too much. You know, at, at the crux of it in terms of the movie is this man, uh, this Korean adoptee named Antonio, who has a family, uh, the wife being played by Alicia Vikander. Her name is Kathy. And there's an incident that happens at at a grocery store. And then all of a sudden, uh, Ant- Antonio is being detained by ICE, right? Immigration. And he could be deported because his paperwork uh, when he was adopted wasn't filed properly. So that's kind of what the nugget of the movie is. Right, and the trailer certainly gives you that aspect of it. Uh, but I will say, like, it's you know, I, I don't want to. I want to. I'm going to talk about the tone and things like that, but I won't give any more spoil uh, any more plot stuff until I get to the spoilers. I'm going to call that out when that happens. So it's it's a beautiful movie um, from start to finish. Very very impactful. This is one of those movies that really uh, works at your core, right? Um, it's, it's, it's such a human movie, um, and that's what I love, right? It doesn't, you know, I, I love, I love larger-than-life movies on screen, but, um, but this is life as it exists in our world and showing you a different side that we don't experience on a daily basis, and capturing it in a way that is just so gorgeous, right? They, they chose to film um, on 16mm film, which is an interesting creative choice. But given the grit uh, of the film, it really captures that beautifully. You know, the cinematography, excuse me, just really, really wonderful. Uh, and the acting uh, on everyone's part, phenomenal, right? Uh, and, and, and the story... What I love about it is it's so nuanced, right? Every character plays in the grace. There's no character that's like the good guy. There's no character that's the bad guy. Everyone, you, you, can, you can see the justification of everyone's actions within this movie. You know, whether or not you agree with them, you understand why they're doing certain things and... and and that gives you pause and makes you really examine, uh, you know, where your ideologies and your beliefs lie and where do you draw the line because it's not so easy to necessarily draw that line. And that's, that's what I love about movies, uh, you know, when they do that. Uh, they have the ability to do that, and this one certainly goes there. 
and the the music selection in this is fantastic. Uh, you know, one of the songs in the trailer, you know, the trailer song uh, that plays in the movie, and the way they do it is wonderful. And and then the, the selections for other aspects, like it has a wide range of music throughout, uh, and and I really really appreciate and respect that. And it's not afraid to take its time as well. The movie's about an hour and 50 minutes. At no point does it really drag. The tension is there and, and you're kind of always working towards something. And, you know, uh, it, it doesn't always give you the answers right away, but, but you stick with it. Eventually everything makes sense. Uh, you know, it reveals itself. So a lot of, a lot of good stuff and just... It's really driven by the human connections, right? Uh, as, I, as I praised the actors, um, you know, it, it starts with a wonderful script, but none of that matters if the actors don't deliver. And so everyone is just firing on all cylinders. And yeah, and no one, you know, everyone's in service of the movie. You know, no one, you, you kind of hear some of those stories or reviews, um, even from like just everyday people that might say like, oh, you know, the movie's good, but this person like steals the scenes and so forth. And this is like, you know, even you look at like even Alicia Vikander, obviously, an, uh, you know, just an incredible actress uh, on every level, right? Um, you know, I mean, as, as noted by the Academy Award, right? But she she's in service of the movie. She's not this superstar she's she's the character she's portraying and and i love that aspect of it you know so all in all i recommend this movie it's gonna you will ball your eyes out um so be warned in that sense it's it's a movie that will really grip you but i think it's it's for a good reason and it will make you question certain things, and I don't see that as a bad thing, you know. Um, I saw it with a friend um, who who is of Asian descent, who was also adopted, and uh, she was crying at the end of this movie, and to the point that, like, you know, the credits rolled by, and we sat there together uh, because she just needed to process this movie. Um, and even though it's not my story, I, you know, and I it didn't hit me in that same way it doesn't mean it didn't hit me because it definitely did and that's what I respect and appreciate about this movie um, so yeah so that's that's the non-spoiler stuff uh, the, getting into the spoiler stuff I'm just going to kind of talk about things that stood out to me um, and I guess uh, you know starting with the ending because I think that's you know it's probably easiest for me, at least, to work backwards from there. You know, that ending was brutal. And I mean that in the best way possible, right? It, it was just so gut-wrenching. And as it was kind of, I, you know, I felt the movie coming to a close, I really kept that kind of internally asking myself of, is there going to be a good ending to this? Meaning like like a happy note, and I was like, I don't I don't think there's going to be a good note to this. And I had a glimmer of hope when when the um, when the partner 
of, of, of Jesse's father, you know, he makes his accidental confessional. Um, I thought maybe in that moment that was going to be like this Hollywood type of ending where it's like, okay, there's this reveal and they're going to get, uh, they're going to get Antonio. They're going to go back to the judge and they're going to find a loophole, you know, in the thing because, you know, he really was going to go to, to court, but he was basically prevented and everything would be all right. You know, that's, that's what my heart wanted. And yet the movie didn't deliver that, um, and even though it didn't, um, it was the perfect ending because it was the only ending for this movie because it's the true ending, right? As opposed to this Hollywood ending. And man, the, it was so gut-wrenching. And, and what I felt in that moment, right? You know, some people can look at the, uh, the Vietnamese storyline, the subplot as a little superfluous, but no, 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 no. I loved it because that's what drove that decision at the end. You know, when when um, when the Vietnamese father he says or he answers the question of you know did you ever regret splitting up the kids and he says never. Um, you know, Antonio's been doing at every point in this movie. However, you know, on the surface bad it may have been, you know, lying, stealing, and so forth. He was always really trying to do it for the right reasons, and, and he felt that was the only choice that he had. And so, as a final act in that moment, he really knew that, you know, he was not going to be able to provide, like, where he was going, it was such an unknown. And knowing from his past you know, what he might be bringing someone into, he just couldn't let Jesse or Kathy go, go through with that. And the loving thing was to, to let them go. But man, it's all the feels in that moment. And um, yeah, but I don't think it would have played the same way without the Vietnamese storyline. You know, I really wouldn't have. And, and the other aspect of it was you know, that's so often we as Americans do look at, you know, someone of Asian descent. Uh, you know, we're lucky. You know, audiences are lucky if they get to see sort of one culture. But it's like, you know, there's so many Asian cultures in any community and they are different. And, we, um, and you know, even like little Jessie at the beginning when she says, you know, she looks like you. It's the innocence of a child who doesn't know any better, but but obviously <laughs> that's not a proper thing to say because ultimately they are different. One's Korean, one's Vietnamese, um, and I like the you know the friendship that they spark and the fact that even Kathy got a chance to kind of really be in, indoctrinated into um, that side of things and she embraced it. Right, um, man, like Alicia Vikander singing, um, and yes, that was really her singing was just an amazing thing. Like, she really went for it. Um, and I thought it was beautiful, you know, and, and she tried to, you know, embrace all that and and so forth, right? Like, n- no different than even, even Antonio was because ultimately it wasn't necessarily his culture either. I mean, just the way he, like, wrapped his food and, and the little girl looks at him like, ah, oh, you're terrible type of thing, you know? Um, 
yeah, I just had so many precious, beautiful moments. And then when we speak of, you know, just every person being at fault on, on, on something, right? It's not like Antonio was perfect, but um, for Kathy, right? You know, you could look at her in some in, in one perspective and, and see her like, you know, as this noble person and things like that, but it's really because of her that Antonio was in this situation to begin with because she was withholding uh, Jesse from her biological father and even Antonio said like, hey, like, you know, hey, maybe she should see her father. Um, and then, you know, the, the white woman privilege in the grocery store is really what kind of sparked all this, um, you know, her yelling at him and then kind of it being taken to the extreme by this, I don't know, I'll call him a rogue cop because, you know, that's what he did. He kind of went rogue and... Um, you know, so there was that undertone of it. Um, so, yeah, that you know, it's it's like no one no one was perfect, um, but at the same time, you know, there, like I said, there there was a justification to it. You, you could see where they're coming from, and it just sucks, you know, when when those things don't align because, you know, certainly Kathy and Antonio. You could see that they were made for each other, and yet they still differed on a number of things. Like I said, with with Jesse being able to see her father, um, and then uh, you know, once the reveal happens that that Antonio has been stealing bikes again, that culminates into this really emotional scene. And man, they just play. I, I they really went for it. Like the way Justin and Alicia portray that scene like as I recall it was filmed in like one shot maybe it's a two to three minute scene and you just see the snot and the air bubbles coming out of Alicia's you know on on her face and you know you could see the pain in Justin like he was as Antonio he was really trying to you know do what's right and like kind of just just not get anyone involved unless he needed to and then once he's faced with the you know this he finally reveals it, um, but it's too late. Um, and certainly Kathy's mother then doesn't help because, you know, she's kind of this, you know, person within Kathy's ear that's always like, see, he's not so good. See, he's not so good because she doesn't see the full picture of Antonio, which speaks to this greater thing. Like we don't, you know, so many people, even in our own lives, are so quick to like give judgment on any relationship, right? It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship, but at the same time, we have to take it with a grain of salt because they're not in that relationship. They're not seeing the full scope of everything. And so, you know, I, I appreciate how many beautiful moments we did have with Antonio and Kathy and really saw their love. Um, and that's why it was so gut-wrenching to see those moments when they're at odds against each other, you know. And, and, and when finally the thing of it happens where, you know, he really is going to go, you know, he goes to see his... Um, adoptive mother, you know, she declines him, but he's still going to go to the to the court date anyway, but then he gets taken away, and boom, gets beaten the shit out of, but um, then comes back to try to explain himself, and she just won't have it, you know, they're just on off opposite pages, and it's brutal, and then, of course, 
you know, he's just led to this idea like all he has is suicide and driving that bike into the, into the water. Um, whew, lots going on there, you know. Um, and for for me, like the choice to begin with Jesse. Knowing, you know, now knowing in hindsight that the movie ends with him and Jesse, you know, as they're torn apart, the fact that it begins with that is a perfect, like, bookend to everything. Um, and especially because, you know, the whole day that we experience with, with Jesse and Antonio really begins because, as she says, you know, uh, you're going to leave me like my dad. And he's like, no, no, no. So he wants to, like, have that precious time. But then, of course, that decision is what really sparks the. Um, the the inciting incident of all this because that's what the argument in the grocery store is all about. Um, this idea that he took her out of school, um, you know, to just basically drive around. <sighs> Whew. It's a movie um, I want to rewatch again, um, and, I, and I will. In fact, um, I'm studying it because I just think it, there's so many things even from a technical standpoint, that it does so well that I, I want to show it to um, someone that I'm working on my upcoming feature with so that way they kind of see, like, how how things work, you know, um, and how we can, like, take advantage of certain things um, similarly to how they did. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a movie that I have to be prepared for because um, it is so gut-wrenching and emotional and... You know, yes, it is melodramatic, but I think you know too oftentimes we use it as a pejorative when really it's just a it's just a term for something that that is just full of emotion. And yes, it is full of emotion, but that, but it shouldn't that doesn't mean it's bad. In fact, that's what I love about it. It just it's boldness to go for the things that it goes for um, in the way that it does. That's the beauty of all of it, and I'm, I'm so moved by this 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 movie and i hope people really give it a shot and have a chance to see it and go see it um because i think even its message right obviously the the message that there is a fucked up law within this country that is deporting um people who have a right to be here by all accounts you know but just through a flaw in the system they're being deported and and when they do, there's a high suicide rate, you know, because the sad part is, you know, as, as adopted kids, you know, it's like they have to be adopted because in some sense, you know, they weren't wanted somewhere. Um, and there's also a lot of abuse that kind of goes into that aspect. You know, that's why they put that in with Antonio, because some of these ad- adopted kids do go through abuse. And of course... You know, a lot of them have um, their own experience where, um, you know, they're not like the other kids, aka white, in, in their schools, let's say. And, you know, so you go through society kind of as an outcast and then, you know, trying to find your own way. And then all of a sudden, it's like you're not even, you don't even belong here. And then, bam, you're shipped off to this country that you're supposed to be from, but you, you know... Um, the level of connection, you know, is individual for every person. But um, but I imagine most people don't have a strong connection 
And so, yeah, that fucks with you on an existential level to then say, well, where is my place? And, and it's sad. It does lead people to, to suicide. You know, and as the movie says, like, the number of people that get deported um, is unknown, really. And so I can't imagine people knowing the suicide rate of the people that are deported. So I think it highlights a, a really powerful message that, um, that we need to be aware of. Because it's not something that I was aware of before this movie. And, you know, I think you, you can have great art with a good message. And it doesn't have to be didactic, you know, where it's just telling me something. You know, this dramatizes all of it and tells a wonderfully human story. And that's why the message resonates, because it does that. So that's Blue Bayou. Um, Really powerful movie. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my thoughts on it. If you have thoughts of your own, as I'm sure you do, um, if you have questions, you know, um, please share down in the comment box or hit me up on social media at Phil Sweet Tech. You know, I I shared these thoughts to engage in a dialogue. You know, I don't want this just to be a singular act. You know, where I espouse my ideology <laughs> for the film and then you just take in. Whatever, I, I really like the movie. I want to I wanna work with it, right? And, and kind of uh, learn, you know, based off of what you're thinking as well. So please, you know, let's, let's get that dialogue going. Anyway, thank you for taking the time to tune in. I appreciate you. I hope to see you next time.